these days of Lenten journey, we have seen and we have heard the call to sow justice in the lives of those we Welcome to Tuesday of this uh, first week of Lent. Glad you are with us, and it is an honor to be with you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Let's ask God for his tender mercy and give us faith, keep us faithful to our Lenten observance. Lord, you heal the sick, Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to sinners, Christ, have mercy. You forgive us and show us a whole new life. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Look upon your family, Lord, that through the chastening effects of bodily discipline, our minds may be radiant in your presence with the strength of our yearning for you through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down, and do not return there, till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows, and bread to the one who eats. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall do my will 
achieving the end for which I have sent it. The word of the Lord. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard, and from all his distress, he saved him. The Lord confronts the evildoers to destroy remembrance of them from the earth. When the just cry out, the Lord hears them, and from all their distress he rescues them. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and those who are crushed in spirit, He saves. According to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans, who think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Their father, your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This is how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive men their transgressions, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you don't forgive men, neither will your Heavenly Father forgive your transgressions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So on Friday... 
Um, the uh, and I think next Friday even too, uh, the church features fasting as as it should, you know, for Fridays and Lent. And so today, the feature is prayer. Something I find so very difficult to talk about because I don't know that we we do it very well in many ways. I, I just wish we were more adamant about it in different ways. But I and and in some ways it's a little challenging because we have to deal with these distractions we get in our heads. And so sometimes we just go away and read something or 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 give up on really a deep kind of prayer. But here, uh, I'm going to talk about prayer today and use the Our Father to do that. And first of all, I'm going to talk about this babbling that Jesus talks about. What he means by this babbling, these, and people do this today, I think, but other uh, uh, religions or something like this, magical words, magical formulas are going to bring everything you want. Um, repeat them over and over and over again to see things our way. That would be babbling. Dear God, see things my way, see everything my way, and do what I want you to do. It'd be a kind of babbling and saying it over and over again. And we still do all that different stuff. We have to remember that, that prayer is always relationship. Always, always relationship. And so allow me for a few moments to use the Our Father as a framework for Jesus' view of what prayer means for us. Number one, prayer is not a magic formula. Uh, some secret spell. It's always about relationships. No babbling for us. Always from our heart to a person, the person of Jesus Christ, and through him to the Father. Secondly, we call God Daddy. Isn't that amazing? No other religion does any such thing as that. Again, deeply personal, deeply, deeply relational. Number three, is God longs for us to see his kingdom come to birth in our world, come to birth inside of us. What we say on Sunday, repent. The kingdom is here. Do you see the kingdom here? And, and we can bring the kingdom wherever we go too, but repent. We just heard this on Sunday. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is here right now amongst us. So we're always praying for the kingdom to come. Number four, because God is our father, because he loves us, we can ask him for anything. Here's the point. God is on our side. God is on your side. God keep, deeply cares for you and wants everything best for you. And this goes along with his daily bread. Now, many scripture scholars uh, go back and forth. We're talking about regular bread. We're talking about the Eucharist here. Which one are they? And they kind of go back and forth with that. You can both and either or whatever you want to do that. But it's, uh, give us today our daily bread. Whatever we need, God's on your side. And fifth, forgiveness. Unlike other religions, uh, uh, forgiveness is a central part of our faith. Other religions, there actually isn't any forgiveness. But for us, we are called to be asking for forgiveness all the time, over and over and over again. Forgiveness is possible. And in fact, folks, you have to be, it's, it's revolutionary. The fact that we have a God who longs to forgive us, absolutely remarkable, absolutely revolutionary. We need to ask him for more, this forgiveness he asks for us. And then sixth, lead us not into temptation. Hmm, what does that mean? Um, remember, the church was talking about changing this, and everybody kind of freaked out all over the place. That would be a good idea to change it. Uh, 
Do another way of putting that, do not subject us to the final test. Now, Ed Sree in his commentary on Matthew talks about this. And this may baffle you a little bit because in a way, Jesus does allow and actually does sometimes will uh, trials to come into our lives because they form us, they transform us, they make us the men and women we're supposed to be. If we're just never had any trials or any struggles, we just remain uh, adult spiritual kids. Listen to what he says. He writes, This petition does not seek to avoid testing, but only recognizes our frailty and asks God to help us through the trials so that we do not stumble and fall. Lead us not into temptation. Do not subject us to the final trial. Pope Benedict comments that in this petition, we ask God not to test us beyond what we can bear. It is as if we are saying, I know I need trials. Do you believe that? I know I need trials. When you decide to send me these trials, please remember that my strength goes only so far. Good prayer, actually, to do this one. Don't overestimate my capacity. Say that to God and be close to me with your protecting hand when it becomes too much for me. When it becomes too much for me, come and lift the burden for me a little bit. So, do not uh, uh, lead us not into temptation. Do not subject us to the final trial. And then the last one, deliver us from evil. Here's another quote from Sri. He goes on to say, hence, the common, petition, the common form of this petition, deliver us from evil, is a prayer to be protected not just from evil in the abstract, but from Satan himself. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from that personal evil, Satan. He's the most dangerous one of them all in regards to all that. So that's a little bit of a summary of how the Lord's Prayer, the, we don't call it the Lord's Prayer. As Catholics, we call it the Our Father much more relational, I think, much relational. We call it the Our Father. And and uh, a prayer that kind of gives us a framework for all prayer, which basically I think I want to say to you is all about relationships. Questions for today. How do you pray? Are you praying every day on purpose? What questions do you have about prayer that maybe we can address sometime for you? Thank you for joining me and looking forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Bye now.